Welcome back to another episode of Joel's Mind Podcast, where we talk about being a better version of you. In today's episode, we're going to break down a tool that I believe everyone should use and I use personally. So with that, uh, let's go ahead and start off this episode with shout out to everyone that's listening and tuning in and everyone that's staying up to date with Joel's mind. I appreciate every single one of you that is tuning in and desires to be a better version of yourself. Kudos. Give yourself a pat on the back because it is hard, people. It is hard to become better. It is hard to go against the grain. It's hard to break generational trauma, generational curses, generational behaviors, all of it. It's very difficult. So, I applaud you, I respect you, I love you, and I'm glad that you are tuning in because today you're going to walk away with a tool that if you're not using already, you're definitely going to be implementing in your life and in your journey of becoming a better version of oneself. So with that, if you want to follow more, hit that follow button on your preferred listening platform. Stay in touch, stay in tune, turn on the notifications so every time I drop a new episode, you will hear a little ring and that is me doing my thing so please go ahead and do that and rate the show if you haven't already please it helps me just get feedback and i appreciate every single one of it whether you love it you hate it or you think you know it's it's i it doesn't matter i appreciate appreciate every single one of you engaging with me and rating the show rating joel's mind and uh helping me be a better version of myself along with being a better podcaster so i appreciate you and of course if you like DIYs and how to's and all that good stuff with um, a comical, funny person that has somewhat of a filter. I'm your guy. So, with that, let's go ahead and start with a little story. So, back in the day when I was a young Joel, when I was little Joel in his little mind, actually, little Joel had a really big mind as well. So, back in the day when I was young, we had this counter. This counter was our kitchen counter that um, was one of those higher counters. Well, it wasn't really high. It's just because we were short and I was little. But it needed a high chair. You know, it wasn't a table. It was definitely a counter. So anyways, this counter was a counter that I learned a majority of the tools and the things that I know today is where I learned everything at. And on the other side of that counter was my mother. And usually every night when she was making dinner for us, she'd always talk to us about life and talk to us about things that uh, just really stuck with me. Um, And she was just a great person to talk to and listen to and just hear stories from and just being able to share her wisdom uh, with the children at such a young age. It just was something and it's something that always is that just I'm forever grateful for and really just I, I use to this day to help me in my endeavors and my journey. Um, but one of the things that she had talked about when um, we were young and she always preach on was whenever you are going through something, whether you're mad, sad, hurt, depressed, whatever, whenever you're going through something that is triggering you, traumatizing you, making you feel some type of way, do not rely on a substance. She'd say, don't smoke. Don't drink, don't do anything to make you run away from what is causing you this pain or these feelings. And it stuck with me. And it's something I practice to this day. If I'm going through something, I don't drink, I don't smoke, I don't sit there and pick a poison. 
my poison is the natural feeling that I get from it. And it's, it sucks. But, you know, it's something that I've learned and it's something I take. Um, I took, I've taken with me over the years um, as a young adolescent, as a you know teenager in high school, up to a young adult and my college years. Um, I mean, don't get me wrong. There's, there's a few times that I've, I've tried running away from things and just drowning myself in alcohol, drowning myself in things that would make me feel better. But every single time I came out of the hangover, I came out of that fog, I came out of that, that high, I was sitting there with the same fucking problem. And if you're anything like me and you're a problem solver, it just doesn't help. It just adds another extra layer of something that you got to overcome, whether it's a hangover, uh, withdrawals, or, you know, financial burdens. So in other words, to translate, there was once, well, there is, I shouldn't say once, but there is a great rapper that also says to meditate, don't medicate. That yes, that is the wise words of J. Cole. J. Cole and my mama, they must have known each other at some point. No, they didn't. I'm just kidding. Because there's a song. I you know, I'm not even gonna go down that route. There's just I'm just gonna stop. All right. Anyways, my mama said it, J. Cole said it, and I'm telling you today, don't medicate, meditate, people. All right. Quit choosing your poison. Quit submerging yourself. And friends that are not helping you be a better version of yourself, quit submerging yourself in toxicity, quit submerging yourself and running away from your problems. It's time for us to face them, and it's time for us to gain another tool on how to face them, okay? Medication, medication, meditation is the tool that I want you to use here on out. Whenever you run into a problem, run into a stressor, some anxiety, something that triggers you, I want you to meditate, all right? But before that actually kicks off and that does happen, before that encounter happens, I want you to try meditation while you're calm and, you know, things are fine. I want you to try it out, okay? Now, I'm going to give you a little bit of my experience my history with meditation okay when i first started meditating i'm not gonna lie it felt superficial it felt like i was expecting something to happen and nothing happened okay and that's normal i've talked to other people i got people in my circle that meditate and you know when they first started meditating it was something that they had to get used to i had to get used to so it's not something that you're gonna walk away from and Today, you're going to walk away from this episode and you're going to meditate and everything is going to go away. Meditation, you know, I'd like to say it's like going to the gym, but honestly, it's quite more complicated than going to the gym. Meditation, depending your type of personality, meditation takes time. It takes practice. It takes repetition, kind of like the gym. But the reason why it's complicated is because there's just more forms of meditation. I like to use guided meditation as my form of meditation. Um, it helps me because I'm I'm still a novice. I'm a beginner. I need help in focusing myself, breathing, and being able to, to calm myself and calm my thoughts and just bring myself to a centerpiece where I'm able to focus on one thing. Now, I'm not 
quite there to be able to meditate completely by myself. But at some point, you know, I believe that's the goal. I believe you're able to. I know at some point I will, as long as I keep practicing, keep doing it. But I like to compare meditation to math. Math is complicated. There's various forms. You got addition, subtraction, multiplication, division. Some of some people are naturally good at it. Some people are not. But that doesn't mean you can't be good at it at all. Through practice, through repetition, by doing it more, the better you'll get at it. And it's more, what's the word? You're going to learn how you can apply it in your life. Okay? That's why I don't really, I, wanna, I wouldn't say, I, I prefer the comparison of math and meditation versus meditation going to the gym. But some points you're going to be like, okay, I understand when I use this kind of meditation or when I do meditate in this certain area, this mind mentality, this mind state, whatever it is that is triggering you, there's just, you're going to be able to learn and apply certain different meditation techniques to certain triggers and certain mind states that you're at. So that is why I like to compare it to math because it's just, it's useful, but there's, it's just useful in knowing different ways and different methods of meditation. You got guided meditation, you got breathing meditation, you got, I mean, most of it is breathing, but you also have vibrations. There's a, there's a lot of different forms of meditation. But anyways, allow me to take a breather real quick before I get too ahead of myself. So meditation is much like math. Now, I want you all to envision a time where like you got an argument or you're mad at someone or you're going to fight someone. Now, think of how when your body, how it, how it reacts to that circumstance. It gets tense. You get a shortened breaths. You know, your adrenaline starts to kick in and you start to think a little more. I mean, I would say clear. It may be, a, you know, a way of describing it, but you're on edge. Your, your instincts are kicking in as more, a better way of explaining that. Now, well, the reason for that, the reason why we get like that, I'm sorry, sorry to discourage anyone. It is not your saying genetics kicking in. It's not. That is your sympathetic nervous system kicking in. What's happening is your flight or fight response is kicking in, and that is why your heart rate starts to go up. You're, you get shortened breaths because your blood pressure is starting to rise. Things are happening in your body chemically that makes your body react this way. And through meditation, meditation is a form that allows us to bring our heart rate down, bring our nerves down, bring our mind back to uh, a more clarity, more efficient way of thinking, more focused way of thinking, rather being irrational and making mistakes or just quick second decisions that are more impulsive than thinking, if you will. So with that, through meditation, we are able to stimulate our parasympathetic nervous system. Our parasympathetic nervous system is what is responsible for bringing our body back to calmness. Now, the more you use meditation, the more better you are at controlling your breaths, your, your, your adrenaline, and bringing it back to your threshold of being calm. The more you do it, 
the better you are at bringing yourself back to calm. And here's an example. The other day we went grocery shopping, right? And I was starting to get this overwhelming anxiety because before we were going to do grocery shopping, I had a budget. Now, if you're someone like me and needs to budget or just if you're anyone that budgets, budgeting is definitely a stressor. It's definitely something that can trigger you when you're seeing the numbers, when you're looking at the numbers. So anyways, when we sat down on budget, it I just started getting this overwhelming anxiety. And I knew, I'm like, before I even cracked open the book that I was going to use to write everything down in, I could feel it coming. And so what I did was I took three big deep breaths in through my nose and out through my mouth, and I closed my eyes. And just within those three deep breaths, I was able to get myself through the whole budgeting without me grabbing my phone to release a couple, you know, a couple doses of serotonin and dopamine. I didn't need to do that. I was able to get myself in a calm state and I was able to finish everything without feeling that overwhelming anxiety or stress like I did in the beginning. All right. So the more you're the more you meditate, the better understanding of how it works, the better understanding you get when you start to feel anxiety, you start to feel it, you, you become more aware of your body and your emotions. And that's the nice thing about meditating. It allows you to sit in your emotion, it allows you to feel them, it allows you to sit in your thoughts, going back to my mom and J. Cole, instead of choosing to medicate, meditate, sit in your thoughts, sit in your feelings, sit in whatever it is that is triggering you. So that way, the next time you encounter something, you can do another round of meditating and you're able to control those emotions or maybe not control, but understand them. And slowly but surely you start to see that those thoughts that you're thinking are just thoughts. That's exactly what they are. Your thoughts don't need to be a reality people. And I think that's our biggest problems and and people's lives that don't really have that kind of guidance or have someone to tell them like, hey, what you're going through and what you're thinking doesn't necessarily mean that's the reality of things. And if you're a warrior like me or an overthinker, I don't know how many times I've thought myself into a stressful situation where my sympathetic nervous system kicked in. I actually, it actually kicks in. No one is around me. I am sitting there completely alone with my thoughts and I'm thinking of the situation and then boom, all of a sudden my heart rate starts to go. I can feel this rush of adrenaline come through me and I'm just like, whoa, what am I doing? I'm really thinking myself into stress. I'm really thinking myself into anxiety. I'm thinking myself into a fight or flight response. That's how powerful our mind is and that is the power of our thoughts. Now, being able to control them to, again, maybe not control them. Control is not the best way, our best word to use. But to be able to observe them and just just treat them as that, just thoughts. Not giving them any more power. Not making those thoughts into reality by making your body, making your heart rate increase. Do you know how how much of a negative effect that has on your health when you're in a constant state of a high heart rate or increased heart rate, high blood pressure, high sugar levels, all of that is happening when you're in, when your sympathetic nervous system kicks in. And so when you're constantly doing that, people, 
we fail to recognize the damage that we are actually doing to ourselves and to our health and our body. All those increased uh, levels of your heart rate, your blood pressure, your sugar level, your sugar level, all of that can lead to a stroke. It can decrease your immunity. It can make you hard to sleep. There's a lot of bad side effects to doing that. And the best way to combat that without taking any medication, without taking aspirin or Tylenol or anything, because all that stuff does have some type of negative effect on you, is meditation. And it's so powerful. It's so powerful that even when I was sitting in front of my woman, going to jot down what we needed to buy and how much we're looking at, that overwhelming anxiety was going to win. But I just took a couple deep breaths in through the nose, out through the mouth, and boom. Your boy was able to get through it. We were able to go grocery shopping. It didn't have to be a chore, and it didn't have to be a traumatic experience for myself or for my girlfriend. So we didn't. We weren't at each other's throats. We were able to go do our thing, and it didn't have to be something that, you know, my anxiety got the best of me. Another story I'd like to share from meditation, what really triggered me into wanting to make an episode about meditating was when, baby, you're going to be famous after this episode. Again, I always talk about you, but there was a day, there was a weekend where I had to get some work done and we had, I had plans. If I could make it, I had to do some things in the morning, but I, I wasn't able to get through them. And so and later in the evening, I had planned the plans I was supposed to do consisted of me, me being with Lupita, but your boy wasn't able to get what he needed done. So he had to skip on the plans and he had to stay and do what he needed to do to get things done. Okay. Long story short, I disappointed my queen and people that broke my heart. It hurt me. She literally said the words, I'm disappointed. And man, if you're anything like me, when I'm, I let someone down, especially someone I love, someone close to me, those words fucking hurt. They are so heavy, people. And I got home. She was gone. I was sitting on my couch, unmotivated, uninspired. I felt like a, a low dose of sickness was coming over me and I was just like, man, I let her down. How could you do this? So you know what I did? That's right. I fucking meditated people. And lo and behold, it was like if I found the seven dragon balls and I summoned Shenron myself and I wished myself back to life. That is the power of meditation, baby. So I sat there, I looked up a video on YouTube, got through my guided meditation, and I was able to jump back up and be aware of how that feeling felt, be aware of those thoughts. But most importantly, I was able to get through it. I was able to forgive myself and I was able to be like, all right, let's go. My focus, my clarity after that was so on point. It, I, I, I probably needed to meditate even if she didn't say it. she was disappointed in me. It just helped me get through what I needed to get done. I got everything done. And by the time she got back, you know. Your boy did what your boy does, and everything was gravy, you know, a couple smushes here and there, a little butt taps here and there, you know what I'm saying, and everything was back to normal, all right, 
It doesn't need to go more than what it needs to be. That's what meditation can help you do. It can help you understand your emotions. It can help you calm yourself and think more clearly about what's going on. Instead of participating in self-sabotaging behaviors as what in which was what I was that's what I wanted to do. I wanted to jump on my phone. I wanted to say to hell with what I needed to do to hell with my responsibilities. I'm going to do everything in my book to distract me. And so instead of doing that, I did something else. I participated in self-empowering behaviors. Now, to break it down, self-empowering behaviors is a word that I coined myself. So if it's already made by someone else, forget about it. Your boy, you heard it first here on Joel's Mind. Self-empowering behaviors, baby. Self-empowering behaviors could be meditation. It could be working out. It could be journaling. It could be talking to someone like a counselor or something like that. It's a way for you to empower what is going on in the time of adversity. When you're experiencing stress, when you're experiencing anger, when you're experiencing sadness, when you're experiencing an overwhelming anxiety where you don't want to do anything, participate in self-empowering behaviors, people. It's going to help you in your journey of becoming a better version of yourself. And even outside of being a better version of yourself, it's going to help you get through the things that stress you out, like work, finances, relationships, making tough decisions, being a better version of yourself. When you need to communicate, when you need to do something, participate in self-empowered behaviors, baby. All right? So meditation is a tool. And now, how can you do it? I know you're sold, and I know you're like, you're, you're sitting on the edge of the seat, and you're like, Joel, just tell me, what do I need to do? I want to meditate. Where do I go? How do I start? Boom. I got you, baby. First and foremost, I'm going to include a couple links. You've probably already seen them, but they're going to be in the description. One of the, one of the videos is the one that I actually use on that day where I resurrected myself. The second video is a video that was recommended by one of my best friends that also meditates and stands with meditating. That's another video, but I'm also going to include a third one where it is for beginners, where you can just learn how to start meditating. Headspace. All right. First and foremost, Headspace, I liked you, I enjoyed you, you helped me in my meditation process, I will give you that. But, however, Headspace is an app that allows you to meditate, teaches you how to meditate, but, that big word, B-U-T, but those mofos over there at Headspace are charging people nowadays to get a little peace of mind. So, it sucks because it's super helpful. I'm not going to lie. It's worth downloading and doing the 14-day trial. This is not even a paid sponsorship. Headspace, you're getting hooked up from your boy, Joel's mind. So if you want to hook your brother up and allow me to use the app so I could talk a little more about it, you know where to find me. All right. Anyways, Headspace. If you want to try it, that's what I learned. That's when I really started my uh, journey in meditating. Um, they talk about the monkey mind. They talk about your thoughts. So it really does help build a foundation on what meditation is. But through my own trials of meditating, um, through YouTube, YouTube is another big, um, that's, I mean, that's the only source I really go to. That's the other source that I use is guided meditations on YouTube, especially for beginners. That's what's going to help you get into your Zen state. Um, you know, it gets you in a calm, cool, cool collective, you know, some videos have words of affirmation. Some videos have certain phrases that have you repeat while you're meditating based on whatever it is that you're trying to combat, whether it's anxiety, fear, stress, um, whatever it is. Um, so 
that is where you can start training yourself, training your mind, and, and using that tool to meditate. All right. All right, people. So there you have it. Today's episode, we talked about how meditating versus medicating. Because when you medicate, damn, there you go. I'm going into a tangent. So let me just talk about a little bit about medicating, okay? Before I got into this journey of being a better version of myself, like before actually was something that I was like, all right, Joel, let's take a look at yourself. Let's take a look at life. Let's think about what you're feeling. People, I participated in self-sabotaging behaviors ever since I was a young boy, okay? There was just a lot of things in my life that pushed me to these things, these things that I participated doing. And I finally had sat down one night after having a really revelating night of myself, of my situation, of my patterns. A lot of things were going in Joel's mind, okay? And one of those things that I realized that I was doing was I was part of the problem. There was a common denominator in each part of my problem that I was experiencing, people. It wasn't until that I really sat there and sat in my sadness, sat in my emotions, and analyzed the actions that came with those. I realized that I was participating in those exact behaviors, the self-sabotaging behaviors. It wasn't until I told myself that I was deserving of living a better life. I was deserving of love. I was deserving of peace. I was deserving of happiness until I said that out loud to myself and held myself accountable. And I said, look, Joel, there's a common denominator in all of this. It isn't them. It is also you. Because, you know, you know, there's there's a lot that goes on part of the equation and self-sabotage behaviors. But nonetheless, the biggest problem was me doing the same things over and over again and expecting a different result. It wasn't until then I started implementing self-empowering behaviors. At that time, I was really focused on going to church, praying. And man, I... Another example that I can give y'all is the times that I was feeling sadness, the times I was feeling angry or upset. Instead of sitting in my thoughts, and, and this was before I you know, learned about meditating, but instead of sitting in my thoughts and feeding into those thoughts and, again, turning those thoughts into reality, I was praying. I was praying. I was praying against everything that I was thinking. I was praying for my sadness. I was praying for my anger. I was praying for all those emotions that I was feeling. So what I'm trying to tell you people is whether it's meditation or not, or something else that you find that helps empower you and helps you be a better version of yourself. Again, if you're doing something that's brand new, everything's going to feel superficial. It's always going to feel weird and strange, but embrace the strange, embrace the weirdness, because when you start to develop self-empowering behaviors, 
those are going to start breaking those self-sabotaging behaviors. And it's always going to feel weird. But the more you start doing the self-empowering behaviors, the less the self-sabotaging behaviors will be there. It's like a path in, in the snow. It's going to look like this. The self-sabotaging behaviors is going to be a clear path because you've walked that path so many times that when you start walking into the fresh snow of the self-empowering behaviors, there is no path, people. That means the more you walk onto it, the more you go through that path, the trail is going to start to develop. There's going to be footprints in the snow. And then slowly but surely, the snow is going to cover up the self-sabotaging behaviors and your footsteps are going to start building more solid, sturdy paths in the snow for your self-empowering behaviors. All right? Remember that. And everything that you do and any tools that you use to be a better version of yourself or to embrace the self-empowering behaviors, remember that. It's always going to feel weird, but I promise and I reassure you, the more you do it, the better it is. And the time that you need it, the time that you are in an adverse situation, and you only have a few minutes. A few minutes is more than enough to get your mind right to make a more clear, conscious decision. All right. So with that, that is our episode for today. I appreciate you for everyone tuning in and making it through all the way through the end. And so if you have, please rate the show, follow the follow my podcast. And if you haven't already, follow Joel's Mind on Instagram at Joel's Mind Official. If you want to read Joel's mind, go ahead and follow your boy on Twitter at Joel's underscore mind. And of course, tap on the Facebook page so that way you can be part of this group and I can get feedback from you. All right. Appreciate you for tuning in. With that, please stick around if you want to become a better version of yourself and you don't want to go through that journey by yourself. All right. So with that, have a good morning. Have a good afternoon. Have a good evening. Happy birthday. I love you. And until next time.